This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the weekend and the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Along with Harry Douglas, I'm Freddie Coleman together on the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80 and always, always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. Join the conversation anytime you want on the Dr. Pepper call line, especially when it comes to this. We're calling this weekend in the NFL Desperation Weekend. Who is the most desperate for a win or to play well this weekend? Can't wait to hear what you have to say in about five minutes at 888-729-3776. Harry Dulles, I won't put the Dallas Cowboys in that conversation. They're desperate, except when it comes to winning a playoff game on the road against a team that people look at and say, that team's pretty good. They're not the Arizona Cardinals who you lost to. They're not the Carolina Panthers who are not any good. That team's pretty good in Buffalo, especially up in Buffalo. This game at 425 Eastern time. Game time temperature about 45 degrees. But they're seeing a massive, massive chance of rain that's going up the whole East Coast throughout the weekend and the Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I'm not going to put the Cowboys in a desperate situation because the Buffalo Bills, they've been there for more than a minute. Yeah, it's the, it's the Buffalo Bills that's in a desperate, desperate situation when it comes to this matchup because literally I don't think they can afford to lose another game yep. because of who they've already lost to and where those teams that are at when it comes to the playoff race that they already lost to. Those teams that they've lost to own the tiebreaker over them. So that's why I don't think they have room right now for error. Here's the crazy thing and the flip side of that whole thing. If they're able to win – every last game left on their schedule, Mm -hmm. and the Miami Dolphins lose two games, they can also win the AFC East. That's how crazy and dynamic this season has been for a lot of football teams, including the Buffalo Bills. For the Dallas Cowboys, you want to win this matchup because you have dreams and aspirations of winning the NFC East. And you also have dreams and aspirations of potentially getting the number one seat. Now, other things got to happen over in that conference for those things to take place. Like the 49ers falling down. (laughs) 49ers falling and also Philly losing again. Which is a possibility. Yes. Especially on Monday. For Dallas, man, you also want to win this game because you guys have been on a heater lately. And when I mean a heater, that means winning multiple games in a row in the manner and the fashion that you've been able to do uh, do that in as, as well. Since the 49ers game and getting thumped by them, this team has really come together. I think Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy have really been mm-hmm. in sync with one another when it comes to play calls and Dak Prescott executing those play calls and also getting you know other guys involved with the with the offense. Jake Ferguson at the tight end position, yeah. he has shown a lot of growth. C.D. Lamb is even getting that much more better. Mm-hmm. Brandon Cooks is involved. We've seen Tony Pollard catching balls out of the backfield and, and doing his thing as well. So I just really like where the Dallas Cowboys are right now as a football team. Now mm-hmm. you're going up to the Buffalo Bills and you're playing in a lot of rain. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about two teams who love to pass the football. Yeah. Wide receivers. Mm-hmm. If you don't wear 2X, 3X gloves, take them off. <laughs> Catch the football with your bare hands, please. 
They do. I, they, they I don't do want to see. They do that in modern fo- modern football. They don't use Man, gloves. I, I don't want to <laughs> see wide receivers dropping passes because they got on slick gloves mm-hmm. in the rain. Yeah. and don't have the the intelligence to take them off. If you don't have on cutters, which is the best football gloves out there, I okay. don't want to hear. This game is going to come down to something you mentioned in terms of the wet weather. Which team can knock the confidence out of the other? Because mm-hmm. Buffalo, when they play like a confident football team, sometimes they knock the confidence out of themselves. When they have a play here, a play there, it breaks down. The Cowboys have been ultra, ultra confident ever since they played the San Francisco 49ers. I can't wait to see on that confidence meter. How can Buffalo keep theirs or maybe find theirs again? And how can they knock that confidence out of the Dallas Cowboys? Because all you got to do is listen to Dak Prescott. He knows how big this matchup is. But if you listen between the lines, he firmly believes he's going to be the best quarterback on Sunday, no matter what Mother Nature's going to do. My job is to go out there and play against that defense, understanding that I've got to take advantage of my opportunities. Can't stall out knowing that they do have a playmaker, a great quarterback on the other side of the field. But it's, this is the furthest thing from, from me versus him in this sense, especially with the way that our defense is playing um, and really the way that their defense is playing. I mean, one of the best at getting the ball. They're a veteran defense. Obviously, they got some guys down, but they've you know played together a lot. Older back half, guys that can disguise really well. So I've got a challenge in that alone that, yeah, just got to take advantage of opportunities, score some points, knowing that uh, with Josh on the other side that they can score as well. It's going to be a challenge, but two parts of that challenge won't be as, as demonstrative against Dak Prescott. A.J. Epinesa, the defensive end, who's having an all-pro season with Buffalo, out of this game. Micah Hyde, one of the Ooh. best safeties in the league, out of this game. So Dak Prescott knows there are going to be plays that are going to be made because two more guys are not a part of this defense that have shown that they can make plays and wreak havoc on opposing offenses in the NFL. Now, I do like Buffalo's knuckle defender, which is Taron Johnson. And when you look at how Number seven is pretty good. <laughs> yep. When you look at how C.D. Lamb is playing, you have to feel comfortable if you're the Buffalo Bills. Now, the reason why the Michael Hyde injury is so significant, you're talking about a guy that can guard receivers, that can guard tight ends, that can play – uh, the deepest man on the back end that can blitz, that can do a multiplicity of different things on the football field from the defensive side. That guy's no longer going to be out there on top of all the people right. that they won't have out there already because of the uh, injuries. No and doubt. it's just been one of those years for, for Buffalo. But I also think when you look at Josh Allen, you want him to play his game. We know the Dallas Cowboys, when they're able to ter- uh, turn their opponent over, they're basically invincible. Uh, exactly. they're, they're hard to beat. This is, this is a game, if you're Josh Allen, I don't think you can afford those turnovers, man. I, I really don't, just because of the way that the Dallas Cowboys feast off of them. And you look at Dan Quinn, since he become the defensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys, they have 88 turnovers in 47 games. That's number one in the National Football League. Well done by Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together, and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio on this Desperation Weekend. In the NFL, who is the most desperate for a win or to play well this weekend and why? Let's hear from you real quick at Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Robert in Ohio, who is that team that's most desperate for a win or to play well this weekend and why? I say the Cleveland Browns. I mean, with Flacco coming off the couch, like Harry said, and just the <laughs> fact that you're sitting at the five seed with so many six and seven or seven and six teams below them. And also, if the Browns went out and the Ravens go two and two, the Browns can take the AFC North, and the Ravens' schedule is a gauntlet coming up with Miami, the 49ers, the Jaguars, and elsewhere. So I think if the Browns have a chance to take the AFC North if the Ravens fumble. 
I'm a lot more confident in the Browns because of the way Joe Flacco's played. I don't know how long it's going to last. To be honest with you, I don't give a damn. But if he keeps playing like this and that defense doesn't have to be on the snaps or have to win games by themselves and the running game is going to be complimented, I'm not worried so much about when this is going to run out. Joe Flacco has not played enough football lately for him to get tired, no matter how old he is. I think he's going to be just fine at quarterback where every game will not have to be on him, but he can make enough plays to not make it about him for the Cleveland Browns. And, and Freddie, when it comes to Joe Flacco, ladies and gentlemen, we're not saying Joe Flacco is a world beater. He's an elite quarterback. That hold. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is when you have a guy that has won a Super Bowl who's played in that division so he yeah. understands and knows what to expect right. through thick and thin, that's a bonus. That's a plus. And then, like I mentioned on Get Up yesterday, little things that people I want people to start looking at. The ball handling and the play fakes that Joe Flacco does, and that's so significant because you wonder why Njoku is so wide open for touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Well, when you have short yardage situations and you have a quarterback that understands how to sell it to a defense yeah. and linebackers are sucking up because they have to honor the run game of the Cleveland Browns, that's why. I remember when I did the, the Bill Walsh diversity internship with the Atlanta Falcons and being in the room with Arthur Smith and also Dave Ragone, the defensive court, uh, offensive coordinator. Right. One of the things that they were preaching to the quarterback room is, hey, the, you have to make your, your play fakes in the pass game mirror the same thing from the run game. So the defense actually honors it, and they bite up to give you that much more room to complete passes and play action. Joe Flacco understands that, and it paid dividends in their last matchup. To bring some memory to my memory, didn't Dave Ragone go to Louisville? And he play did. quarterback, big yes, lefty, he did. six yep. six about two fifty. Mm-hmm. Just one. We call him Rags, baby. Yeah. Rags, what's up? As big as he is, he could tell you what to call him. <laughs> Not the other way around. That was six six two hundred fifty pounds of quarterback or whatever he was as a lefty playing in Louisville. When he decided to run, guys made business decisions with Dave Ragone. He played quarterback Baller. at Louisville. Part of three NFL games we got on Saturday. One o'clock Eastern time, the NFL Network, Vikings at Bengals. 4.30 Eastern time, same network. Steelers at Colts, 8.15 Eastern time, same network. Broncos at Lions. And also, plenty of bowl game action on ESPN Radio. Tune in tomorrow for the Myrtle Beach Bowl, followed by the R&L Carriers New, York, New Orleans Bowl and the Starco Brands LA Bowl. All that covers on ESPN Radio begins at 10.30 Eastern time. And also check it out on the ESPN app. Got some questions I want answers. NFL questions and answers. Oh, baby! Give me everything you got! With Freddie and Harry. Because there are plenty of things that we know and things we always need to see. And especially in the National Football League, that's going to happen part of Desperation Weekend in that league when it comes to games on Saturday and games on Sunday. We start the last game on Sunday. Ravens at Jaguars. This Ravens team, they got the number one seed right in their sights. Harry Douglas, meanwhile, the Jaguars with Jaguars, they come in as a bunch of wounded cats. They've lost two in a row. What do you know? What do you need to see? Well, we know Lamar Jackson. A lot of people want to see him play better from the pocket the last few years. Well, Lamar Jackson last week showed up and showed out from that pocket, completing a third and 17, which paid them huge dividends. Uh, Zay Flowers scored a touchdown. Now, Lamar Jackson is doing that. What I need to see when it comes to the Jacksonville Jaguars, if the moment isn't too big, Freddie. It was too big against the Kansas City Chiefs. They didn't capitalize. It was too big versus the San Francisco 49ers. Well, I just mentioned two teams who we view – as being 
top dogs. Even though Kansas City has been losing of late, we they have Patrick Mahomes. Now versus the Baltimore Ravens, who's the best team in the AFC Conference as a whole, can you get it done? You're at home in what they call Duval. <laughs> They've been more like, do not when it comes to Joshua Jaguars <laughs> in the last couple of games. Here's what I know, that the Baltimore Ravens team, they're going to get at least 30 points. They've done it pretty much on the regular all year long. No matter what you do defensively, they've shown the ability to run it. They can throw it. They can take it away on defense. I trust that even on the road, they're going to get a 30-burger versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's what I know. What I need to see, I want to see if Trevor Lawrence can find a way to have other guys step up with him. I trust that he is going to play well, even with an injured ankle and an injured knee. But can other guys do that? Travis Etienne Jr., they're going to need you. Evan Ingram, a tight end, they're going to need you. I believe the quarterback is going to do his thing. Can other people step up with him to make sure that that thing does not get taken out by the Baltimore Ravens? That's what I can't wait to see. I knew that would make you laugh. Broncos at Lions. Two teams going in different directions. Broncos winners of six of their last seven games after starting the season one and five by the bye. Only four teams have made the playoffs during the Super Bowl era after winning just one of their first six games. The last team to do that, the Washington football team in 2020. Meanwhile, in Detroit, they've allowed 25 or more points in five straight games. That's the longest active streak in the NFL. Harry, what do you know? What do you need to see? Well, in college football, they say in the month of November, you want it to be a November to remember. Well, let's move to pro football, the NFL. November was a month to remember when it came to the Denver Broncos. This team is 6-1, and one, like you mentioned, Freddie, in their last seven. And turning the football over was key. Now, what I want to see in this matchup, can the offensive line of the Detroit Lions get back to playing smash-mouth football? Mm-hmm. Can Dan Campbell who's a beast, number one, <laughs> who dips, which I love. <laughs> of course you do. Who probably doesn't spit it out, which I love again. Yuck and poo. Can he get this unit to be physical, physical, that physical presence over the Denver Broncos? They play this game at home. I want to see also can Jared Goff take care of the football because if he doesn't, mm. they, they're not going to win a football game. Here's what I know. That's going to be a very nervous building in Detroit. They've been waiting for a season like this. They don't want to see that season unravel, even though I still think it's more than likely that Detroit makes the playoffs. But are they going to be Lions or are they going to be limping in as pussycats? That's what I know. That building's going to be very, very nervous based on what we've seen from the Lions or not seen from the Lions lately. <laughs> You're so juvenile. Here's what I need to see. Hey, I, if I, they limp in as pussycats, yeah. boy, it was a long night, wasn't it? Yeah, stop it. Here's what I need to see. <laughs> Cortland Sutton may want to be in the best play in the field tomorrow. That guy should be getting all-pro consideration wide receiver. That's how terrific he's been. He makes contested catches. He runs away from people. And now he and Russell Wilson, boy, are they in sync with their ability to just not only destroy defenses but have impact plays against defenses no matter what they're going to do or what they're going to try. That's what I know what I need to see. Can Cortland Sutton once again be the best player in the field? Because when I've seen that, it has been really good. For the Denver Broncos. Just stop. You say Vikings they, at Bengals. You, you say they was limping in. Oh, boy, Just it was a long one. Stop. We got the Minnesota <laughs> Vikings at the Bengals, both of these teams, 7-6. and six. From last year to this year, the Vikings last year won score games 11-0. This year, 6-6. Six and six. Although they won 3 nothing in their last game, so at least there's that. Meanwhile, how about the Bengals? Last couple of weeks with Jake Browning, 
They have been terrific, averaging over 400 yards per game, and they're 4-0 versus NFC teams this year. They've beaten NFC teams eight straight times. Harry, what do you know? What do you want to see? Well, I know when Joe Burrow got hurt and Zach Taylor went into that press conference and he sounded confident, we all should have believed him. There is a reason why. And Jake Browning is playing, uh, I won't say lights out football, but he's playing good football that hasn't hurt this football team. No doubt. And what I need to see in this matchup is, is if the Minnesota Vikings can capitalize on a, I, I think, a glorious opportunity. They still have a chance to win the NSC North. Wow. If they can win this football game, they still play the Detroit Lions twice. But I just don't know if I believe with Nick Mullins at the quarterback position yeah. if it's going to happen. Yeah. Part of that is what I know. I think they'll score at least three points, more than three points this Sunday. Because they didn't do it last week, but they won versus the Las Vegas Raiders. I feel pretty confident in that Saturday game. They'll score at least six points. That's what I know. What do I need to see? If Jake Browning can keep this up. Because if he can, and the Bengals can get into the playoffs, that could be a team with the defense getting a little bit healthier. That running game helping him. Jamar Chase thing. I don't have Joe Burrow, but that guy's pretty damn good as Joe Burrow light. That's what I need to see. If Jake Browning can keep this up, because if he can, that could be a very sneaky team getting into the playoffs in the AFC. It is NFL questions and answers on Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas being juvenile. I'm Freddie Cohen trying to be the adult in the room on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We move to Steelers at Colts. The Steelers have a minus 40 point differential this season. They are the only winning team with a minus point differential. Yikes. On the other side, the Indianapolis Colts, they'll allow people to score. They've had five games this season, allowing at least 30 points. Only the Washington Commanders are worse. They've done that eight times. What do you know, Harry? What do you want to see? I know this game is a scary one for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the reason why I say that, because Mike Tomlin, his entire head coaching career with the Pittsburgh Steelers, he has not had a losing season. Right. They lose this game to the Indianapolis Colts. It looks like that's going to happen this year in 2023 for the first time because they follow up with the Cincinnati Bengals, the Seattle Seahawks, Uh and then they finish up with that rivalry that we love in the AFC North with the Baltimore Ravens. Now, what I want to see, I want to see Kent Gardner Minshew, can Shane Steichen, the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, can he put together a great game plan to not let T.J. Watt wreck his game? (laughs) Good point. And we'll see if that's going but, to be the case. Because if you don't have one, right. it's going to be a long night. Yeah, no doubt about that. Here's what I know. Mitchell Trubisky could be the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers on the weekend. That's all I know. Ooh. Which means that's not a good thing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it's their actually offense. terrible. And he, completely. At a certain point, if he keeps playing like that, they may have to go to the guy that a lot of people did not think was going to be a quarterback ever again for the Pittsburgh Steelers, the pride of Oklahoma University. Pittsburgh Steelers fans thinking, made it. wait a minute. We, don't, we got Trubisky. Maybe we need to give that shot to Mason Rudolph. If Mitchell Trubisky plays awful, Mason Rudolph's going to get a shot. What do I need to see? If the Colts can bounce back. They had their chances, but they didn't win last week. Can't the Colts bounce back? They're playing at home against a washed offense of the Pittsburgh Steelers. It has all the makings of a bounce back. Can they do it playing at home? That's what I need to see. Jets at Dolphins. By this game, noon Eastern time, Harry Douglas, my man, and also Steve Lee will have the call on ESPN Radio on Sunday involving the Jets and the Dolphins. We know the Jets can finally at least score in the second half. They did it last week, scoring 30 points in the second half after getting zero. But the Miami Dolphins have not lost consecutive games since dropping five in a row from weeks 13 through 17 last year. 
Tyreek Hill still a game time decision. But Tua Tungvaluwa undefeated versus the Jets, three and zero versus the Jets, but he still as many touchdowns, five as interceptions, five in those three games. Harry, what do you know? What do you need to see? I know when I reviewed the film last week of the New York Jets playing the Houston Texans, and Freddie, I've watched that film three times now. Mm-hmm. I was very, very impressed with Zach Wilson. Some of the throws that he made up the seam to the tight end, putting the ball the, the only place that the tight end can catch it uh, on tight coverage. Yeah. Also on third downs, going to Garrett Wilson and giving him opportunities. Now, what I want to see, I want to see if he's able to do that again in mm-hmm. consecutive games. Right. Especially with all the noise built up before last week's matchup. Can he really put a stamp on having his seat yeah. as that backup quarterback next year for the New York Jets? Can he finish this season not the way it has been previously? That, that's yeah. what I want to see. Yep. Here's what I know. If Brees Hall scores a touchdown tomorrow, I mean this weekend, the Jets are going to win. Here's why. They are 9-1 and one when Brees Hall scores a touchdown in his career. If he gets at least one, that means the New York Jets are going to win. That's what I know. Let me, let me say this really quick. Go That's ahead. another thing that really stood out to me on What's that, that film. What's that? It's how lethal Brees Hall has been in the past game. Absolutely. Just getting out to him in the flat, yep. over the middle, on the choice Just routes. get it to him. Just get it to him and let him watch him work and watch yep. him do his thing. So, yeah, if he gets a touchdown Sunday, the Jets are going to win. They're 9-1 when he scores a touchdown. That's what I know. What do I need to see? If Tyreek Hill is not going to play or if he does play and how compromised he's going to be, then how did the Miami Dolphins figure that out? Do they lean more in the running game against a team that makes it very hard for you to run on them in the New York Jets? Or do you say to yourself, we got to throw the ball a little bit more, but those two corners for the New York Jets are pretty darn good when it comes to Sauce Gardner and Reed. So that could be a very interesting proposition for the Dolphins. If Tyree kills compromise or he does not play, I want to see exactly how the Miami Dolphins are going to handle that. And Harry, you'll be at that game. 1 o'clock Eastern Time on ESPN Radio. You and Steve Levy are going to have the call. It is Desperation Weekend in the NFL. We can't wait to continue to hear from you at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We'll give you the two teams. Harry will give you one. I'll give you one about who is the most desperate for a win or to play well this weekend. And we can't wait for you to chime in on the Dr. Pepper calling line, 888-729-3776. It's okay to be desperate on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. 
epic saga of war, passion, and power. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. The Freddy and Harry Podcast. It is a Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for being a part of it and allowing it to be a part of you on Sirius XM Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We love the fact that you're reaching out about Desperation Weekend in the NFL. We can't wait to hear from you at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. Who is the most desperate for a win or to play well this weekend and why? Freddie had a question. Who requested this song, Love in the Club? I love this song, by the way, first of all, on Love Friday. Who requested this one? That would be Y-O-U. <laughs> no, it was I didn't request Love in the Club. No, it, 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 so it wasn't you. That's right. It no. was Shannon Penn, our producer. Oh, it was sh- Oh, okay, Shannon. Mm-hmm. Like any particular reason why you wanted this one? Love Friday. Stop, start, stop starting trouble. <laughs> See, stop starting trouble. That's why we can't have nice things. Yeah, I want to know, Shannon. I want to know. <laughs> Shannon is cheesing so much right now. I yeah, can't. He is. You know, there's a story behind that smile. So no. That's gonna be like our new segment: the story behind the smile. Look, club, love itself. <laughs> love Friday. <laughs> More like Shannon Love Friday, as far as that goes. Shannon take a, a dip of water, too, man. So whatever you made him think about, Harry, you took him back to a place that he is loving right now. That, don't, don't turn around like I'm not talking to you. You yeah. know I'm talking to you, Shannon. We took him to a place. <laughs> You can change the subject. We can, you can do whatever you want. Harry, that go right back there. That's not a problem. Yeah. It sure was. Right, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right now it's desperation weekend because he's desperate to get out of this serious conversation going back in the past. Ben in Ohio on the desperation weekend in the NFL. Who is the most desperate for a win or to play well this weekend and why? Go ahead, Ben. Ben, and I'm not talking about the Ben that Michael Jackson had. Wow, you went to you went to Radville. As far as that goes, <laughs> that's where you went. Ben's not there, but Charles in the truck is. Charles, who is the most desperate for a winner to play well this weekend on Desperation Weekend in the NFL, and why? What's going on, guys? It's Curtis. Go ahead, Curtis. What's up, Curtis? What's up? What's up? Hey, first and foremost, man, I think it was Love Thursday for Shannon, man. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) But but as far as the question, I mean, the obvious answer is Buffalo, right? Right. For some reason, I feel like Miami really needs this win, and the Jets looked great last week. Because if Miami don't win this week, Mm -hmm. they got the Cowboys... Ravens and Bills, oh my! <laughs> and the reason why Curtis into the season, Curtis, the reason why you're 100 percent right is because when Miami lost on Monday Night Football, that opened up Pandora's box, in my opinion. Absolutely. Now, if you have a Buffalo Bills team who's holding on by a shoestring to get into the playoffs, but mm-hmm. at the same time could yeah. still win their division. Mm-hmm. That's why. And they still have Miami on their schedule the last game of the year, and they've already beaten Miami. Mm-hmm. So if Miami loses two games Oof. from here on out and yeah. the Buffalo Bills run the table, yeah. then Buffalo wins the AFC East. Yeah. You should always beat the teams you're supposed to beat, especially when you have them down by 14 points at home with less than five minutes to play. Yep. And you allow Will Levis, a rookie backup quarterback, 
to go out there and go nine for twelve for a buck thirty four and a touchdown down the stretch against your defense on your home field after you had a twenty seven thirteen lead. You've opened up that Pandora's box like you mentioned. And the last thing you need is to give a Jets team that's nothing to play for right now. Not playing for a playoff, but you allow Zach Wilson to get a little confident and all the pressures on you, Miami, not in the Jets, that could be a potential very, very nervous scene if that happens the way I think it could happen, whether the Dolphins win it or whether the Dolphins lose it. Greg, in the great state of Tennessee on this desperation weekend in the NFL, Greg, who is the most desperate for a winner to play well this weekend and why? I'd say it's my Detroit Lions, but I can tell you we're going to make it happen. Uh, you know Jared Goff has been my pastry chef, serving up turnovers all week long, <laughs> all month long. So here, here's what we're doing, Freddie, and I've already got this taken care of, and Harry was afraid to tell you, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it to the table. Harry Douglas yesterday and I went on Delta Airlines, his favorite, to Detroit, Michigan, and he signed a three-month agreement from being the number five quarterback in the Atlanta Falcons to being the starting quarterback for the Detroit Lions. I talked to his wife about this and told her what kind of money the quarterbacks are making in the NFL right now, and she said the same thing that Tyreek Hill's wife said on Monday night. Get your ass on that field. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Greg. That was... That that was a classic. It was. It that was, was a classic. It always will be. The setup, the meat, and then the storyline, and then the the payoff with the punchline. Oh, Greg, you're my hero. There's no doubt about that. Oh, oh man. that was that was hilarious. But man. would you would you take the money to play back a quarterback? <laughs> would they make it? <laughs> Remember, I ain't want to go in the game as a as a third stream because I wasn't making quarterback money. <laughs> you, <laughs> you give me backup quarterback money, I, hey, I go right on in there. You almost lost the ability to have the English language. Hey, <laughs> Glenn, no problem, no problems at all. I'll be your agent. I got to get my cut as well. Glenn in <laughs> Illinois in this desperation weekend in the NFL. Glenn, who's the most desperate for a win or to play well this weekend, and why? Kansas City Chiefs, brother. The cracks are starting to show. Kelsey's talking about retirement. The homes is throwing helmets. Very unclassical from a classic from a classic group. Like I said, I think the chinks in the armor are starting to show just a little. What? A very important game for Kansas City as well. Even though they're playing the New England Patriots, mm-hmm. they're playing them at New England, and I'm pretty sure the weather. If the weather's going to be bad yeah. in Buffalo, the weather might be bad in New England as well. Yeah, the, put it this way: if you see an old man and a big boat, and animals going in a two by two, that's the kind of weather you're going to have on the East Coast starting Saturday night and Sunday. But the significance of why the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, have to win this game is because you look at the Denver Broncos that are right behind them. Mm-hmm. The Denver Broncos have already beaten them once this season. So uh, the Denver Broncos could still win the AFC West, in which we yeah. thought they didn't have a chance in hell in, in doing this season. Yeah, I still wonder if Isaiah Pacheco is going to play because no, his, I think I, I yeah. think they ruled him out already. Okay, if, if he's out, then you got to hold that Clyde Edwards-Helaire. If it's going to be inclement weather, also Jarek McKinnon. If both of those guys can run the football a little bit more because you may have to rely and lean on that running game just a little bit more. If the inclement weather, that brings you down a little bit closer to the Patriots, to the Patriots as far as that goes. Yep, Pacheco's out. Yeah, he's also oh, he's out, so they're, they're really going to have to lean on other things and hold it. If the wide receiver have problems catching the ball in dry land, 
What's that going to look like in wet weather in New England? Oh, weather, I'm sorry, wet weather this weekend in New England when they play at the New England Patriots. Blast in New Mexico on this desperation weekend in the NFL. Who is the most desperate for a winner to play well this weekend and why? Fellas, what up? Happy Friday, man. Happy Friday, brother. Thank Appreciate you. that. Thank you. Bro, Philly. Philly, 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 bro. We did not have a snowball chance in here. We did not. It was like throwing ice cubes at the sun, man, trying to beat Dallas and Francisco. Now we're, we're about to go into the 12th man realm, play Seattle, who actually only lost by three to Dallas, who beat the brick of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, Philly don't get this together. We, we, we went from number one to number five in a matter of two weeks. The Eagles are my team. That has to play that desperation because Seattle's won seven straight versus the Eagles, including the playoffs. Last time the Eagles beat them was in 2008. Here's something else that's alarming. The Eagles have been outgained in six straight games. I never wow. thought we would talk that way about the Eagles, even though they're still a 10-win team in the NFL. I think when I'm watching them on film, they're they're going big game hunting entirely too much. Instead of just taking what the defense gives them, if it's a five yard under that's open, okay. there's no reason for Jalen Hurts to try to throw a slot fade when the defender is already eight yards off and outside. Take what the defense is giving you. Don't hold on on to the football entirely too long if you don't have to. Also, that running game, that running game has to get going. That was valuable for this football team a season ago. Those two things, running the football effectively and efficiently and taking what the defense gave you. If the defense gave you freebies, whether it's a tight end sitting over the ball wide open, whether it's a wide receiver open on a deep curl route, you took that if you was Jalen Hurts. Take that when it's available to you to stay ahead of the chains so you guys don't have these offensive lapses that you've been having the last two weeks. Last one from Tim in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Tim on this desperation weekend in the NFL. Who is the most desperate for a win or to play well this weekend and why? Sorry, gentlemen, I'm going to go off script. Okay. I was driving earlier, so I couldn't call. Okay. Now listen, residential Saints fan, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, yo! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, this what this what y'all need to tell Travis Kelsey on Love Friday. One day, child, I won't have to listen to your lies. I can look out on the field and I see it with my own eyes. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Up there trying to sell some bean pies to us, selling lies left and right. Hey, yo! Hey, anytime you can be that creative, we do not hate. As a matter of fact, it's good for the show, it's good for the soul, and damn it, it's good for the country. Let's put it that way. Harry <laughs> Douglas, Freddie Cohen together on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. It's time for us to get after our family when it comes to the pickums for this week's games in the National Football League, part of the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge. And in other news, not too many people can survive a fall from 1,000 feet, but this guy did. You'll find who that brave man is next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Excuse me. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. He's Harry Dulks, Freddie coming together on the Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And always, always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We love the people, part of our ESPN Radio family, except on this day when all of a sudden the family way goes out the window. This is a challenge. Challenge. This is ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. Right now, we're in second place. Carlin versus Joe there at 28-13-2. We're in second at 25-16-2. 
on Sportsmanlike with Evan Cohen, Chris Canty, and also Michelle Smallman. They're game behind us at 24-17-2. They're tied with game night at Q Myers, Amber and Ian, 19-22-2. Greeny, poor guy, 15-26-2. Dead last with a bullet. So we got three games to make up. We're going to try to do it this week in part of the ESPN Ray to pick them challenge for week 15. And we start with Broncos at Lions. Now, for those who don't know, the room always wins. We let the room know exactly what's going on. So Devin Kane, not part of the show today, but we got his picks. We got Shannon Penn, Sam Pierce, Harry Dulles, Freddie Coleman. Lions are four and a half point favorite. We start with the other side of the room. Sam Pierce, where are you going? Okay. What, what did Devin Kane have to say? Okay, Sam uh, Shannon Penn, what do you have? Okay, Harry Douglas, what do you have? Give me Denver. Okay, it's unanimous, which has never. I want Denver, which has never happened on the show. <laughs> yeah, well, come on, he just had another baby. Let's ride. The area feeling good. They're, yeah, let's ride. One and no mentality. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> let's, just, let's, just, let's ride. Yeah, exactly. So we're taking the Broncos to beat the Detroit Lions, who are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Cowboys at Bills. Buffalo Bills a two-point favorite against the Dallas Cowboys. This game being played on Sunday in Buffalo at 425 Eastern time. Game time temperature about 45 degrees. 91% chance of rain. We'll start with us this time. Harry Douglas, who are you taking? Listen, I was in Dallas this this past weekend, and mm-hmm. they treated me very, very well. Okay. From the rest, re, the restaurant Spatch to the restaurant Nick and Sam mm-hmm. to the little after hours spot I went to, Bottle Blonde. Man, listen here, I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, all right, okay. I'm going with Jerry Jones with and Jerry Dallas Jones? Cowboys. All right, I'll see what my vote's going to be. Who did Devin Kane? Devin Kane, excuse me, Shannon Penn. Who did he decide on? All right, Samuel Pierce, what about you? Okay, so that's two to one. Shannon Penn, what about you? Okay, wow. You you are? Yes, he is. Stop, Harry. Just stop. <laughs> hey, yo. Just stop. Pause, y'all, my brother. <laughs> y- y'all can be in the car riding around having a good time. Yeah, okay. That's not what you meant. <laughs> That's not what the context is. Having a hell of a time. I'm with you. I think Dallas's defense, Buffalo not having two of their defensive starters, Micah Hyde in the secondary, and A.J. Epinesa. That's going to be a very live environment. Buffalo fans love their Buffalo Bills. They're going to have people jumping off buses on top of tables, even in the rain. But I think they're going to be the table to the people jumping on top. I think the Cowboys win this game by more than two. I'm with you guys. I'm taking them. Ravens at Jaguars. Ravens are three-and-a-half-point favorite. At Jacksonville, take on the Jaguars, part of Sunday Night Football. That game at 820 Eastern time on NBC. Shannon Penn, who did Devin Kane decide was going to win this one? Okay. It's all right, Samuel Pierce. What about you? By the way, Lamar, uh, by the way Lamar Jackson fathead is in the mail, so you can have a chance to put that in your bedroom wall. <laughs> Shannon Penn, what about you? Okay. Okay. Ooh. Okay. All right. Harry Douglas, what about you? Man, Louisville alum, Lamar Jackson, Action Jackson, that boy, Ben Bad. Okay. Give me the Ravens. Yeah. What they, what they say down Jacksonville? Duval. Duval. 
By the end of that game, they're going to be saying, Lamar. They're going to be saying that when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens. I think the Ravens win this game. I think they win it by double digits, to be completely honest with you. I could see a 10 spot for the Baltimore Ravens beating the Jaguars. So those are our picks. Broncos at Lions. Lions are a four-and-a-half point favorite. We took the Denver Broncos. Cowboys at the Buffalo Bills. Bills are two-point favorite. We took all to the Dallas Cowboys. And the Ravens are three-and-a-half point favorite against Jacksonville. We took the Baltimore Ravens to win by more than a mile. Part of the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge for Week 15 with us three games behind Carlin versus Joe in second place. Each and every night, we always try to make sure you get the last word to find about news that you might have missed out. It could be sports-related. It could be non-sports-related. But it's also called... They may not be the top stories of the day. In other news. But you need to be in the know. This is In Other News. This may be the toughest man on planet Earth, who's Charmaine Nameless Ian Snyder. He was rescued last week after vanishing while on a Hawaiian hike. And he's now revealing three details about his three-day ordeal. He went out on December 4th, but never returned to day's end when he left in the morning, Harry. He's a 34-year-old father of three. He said that he was mapping his hike relying on Google Maps. It took him to a treacherous area in which he ended up plummeting 1,000 feet. He ended up at the base of a waterfall. He remained there for three days until he was found three days later, drinking nothing but water from a nearby stream while he hoped for help to arrive that's a guy that's a father that understands that i got to do everything possible to get home to my family and my kids Mm -hmm. he had a bruised and dehydrated multiple broken bones but after that he still lived to tell the tale about falling a thousand feet down the cliff that's a long way yes yeah 10 feet is a long way yes (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. Have a great weekend. This has been Freddie and Harry. Love Friday on the mighty ESPN Radio. God bless and keep cool. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.